Hi, I'm Steve, your host of It's All About Her. It is a show sponsored and inspired by Her Spirit Vodka, the vodka that gives half back to her. I interview women entrepreneurs in different phases of life and business to see what makes them tick and what we might have in common with these successful women. Get ready to be inspired by these great stories. Hello, everyone. In this episode of It's All About Her, you meet Nashia Tucker, the creator and owner of Simply She Is Style. Simply She Is Style is where you go for all things fashion and style. Nashia's motto is don't just look good, feel good too. And she strives for a healthy mind, body, and soul. I had a great time talking with her, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello, Nashia. Hello. Said your name right. You did. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, simple she is. Simply she is. Simply. Gosh, I got that wrong. It's okay. That's all right. Simply she is. Yes. What is that? Simply she is. is yeah. Is, is that me. your business? That is my business. It's my brand. You are the brand, right? I am the face of my brand. Yes. Yeah. So, um, tell me about how you started it. Simply she is. is uh, It's kind of my point in my career at this point. I've been blogging and styling for years. Um, I've had uh, three other blogs before coming to Simply She Is. It was like transitions through my life. So I started off with um, my first blog and it was called uh, The Fashionista Exchange. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was before kids. I had just moved here to Minneapolis and gotten married and but style has always been a part of my life right um just graduated college you know so I'm like I'm a fashionista just like really feeling myself for no real reasons <laughs> but right. um and it was my way of just kind of like um relating to the everyday girl I felt at that age shopping and shopping on a budget which still is what I'm very much about but that was my beginning for sure so you um Shopping on budget. When I I read um, I ran one of your blogs. Yeah. Because I was I was trying to do some really in depth research <laughs> on you, and uh, so you know Michelle. Yes. From Arc. Yes, did she I tell do. you about us? Three stylists. No, she no. she did not tell me. So about I you interviewed her quite a while ago. I love Arc. She's amazing. Yeah. Let me just say that. And when Kirsten when Kirsten uh, went and did the um, the whole picking everything out for you, what's that called again? Whatever. Personal styling. Personal styling. Gosh. <laughs> I gotta be the stupidest guy doing podcasts. It's, I just don't no, understand. It's totally okay. Most I, guys don't. They don't. Yeah, but connect she to it. loved it, and um, I. She's a fabulous stylist. Let me tell she you, is. she hooked me up with a few pieces not too long ago, and I was just like, "Girl, come through!" Like the best pieces, and I love that she is also not afraid to just be herself. You know. So many people For like sure. to put a face to like what you should be in style, and style is personal. And oh yeah, I it's mean, about just being you. If it's just about what's popular, there's only gonna be about three different styles. Seriously, and you right. can't be a copycat. So what what makes a uh, a stylist a great stylist? What makes her great? I think what a great stylist, what encompasses a, a great stylist, is her being herself. You can't go and empower women and say, you know, feel your best in this outfit if you don't believe it yourself you know right. we gotta start taking these masks off that we like to hide behind so oh, so, okay. so i can so oh you're getting political on me oh i, I am it. so uh, <laughs> so what do you mean so <laughs> 
All right. Don't don't even okay. challenge. Don't even it's challenge okay. me. It's uh, okay. <laughs> so, what do you mean by mass? I mean, um, do you mean just by every day that we're just conforming to what everyone expects we should be? I think that people are sometimes afraid of being their complete selves. Yep. And that gets lost in translation by a lot of times first impressions. Um, you know, yep. I grew up from a very um, small town, you know, very humble beginnings for sure. But I do think that a lot of times people often assume that my household had money and we didn't. My mom and dad were just really good at shopping, <laughs> you know, right. and well, being shopping smart, shopping smart, you know, right. Goodwill was my go to store. You know, I hated it as a kid, but it it is what was on my back. And my dad was just like, let's make this work, you know? Um, and society will say, you have to have all of these labels and all these material things and all of these fancy, flashy things. And don't get me wrong, it's okay, but that can't be what feeds you and makes you you. Like, right. my dad had the best saying growing up and my my friends would always laugh, you know, because my dad's like a really big personality. Yep. <laughs> He's a Sagittarius. Let me just say that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, so he would always be like, I could put on a brown paper bag and I look good because they don't know that it just cost me a cent. You know, <laughs> he was right. just so like just a, and he still is, you know. He, he's a big So you're obviously pretty close to your dad. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like my best friend. That's awesome. It took some time for us to get there, but we're finally there and I'm very grateful. That's for awesome. That. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that's really good. I I have no relationship with my yeah. dad, but that's fine. It's okay. Wait way to hurt my feelings, but it's okay. Um Well, I I gotta tell you, it's it's kind of heartwarming just to hear I, I always get um over a little um emotional when mm -hmm. I hear someone like you and I mean by like you that has a good relationship with your father and hears about it because I don't I didn't I never had that yeah and it, do you think that's where your strength comes from because you seem like a very strong well at woman. this point you know I can be honest with myself to say that you know I was one of those girls that um, I had daddy issues I'm not afraid to say that yeah. you know um, and I really had to find healing for myself because I have daughters and yeah. um, to show them that you know you can't allow um, for somebody else's past hurts to be your burden to carry. And I had to find my own therapy and regime, you know, that works for me so that I can help my dad. I, it's like passing it forward or in my case, like pass it pass back. Pass it back. So, you know. So you um, and I don't want to I don't want to get too deep. But yeah. but so you kind of went. So you kind of got to a point where you felt good and went back and said, hey. For sure, because love, I, love you, you know, I had to come to a point where I had to really um, understand where my dad's past pain came from, and that was my own eye opening to like, wow, my dad, my dad wasn't um, hard on, he wasn't, he he. He loved me, but he was hard on me because he wanted to right. get me ready for the world. Right. And that came through his own experiences that, unfortunately, because he never, I felt like he didn't learn how to love a woman properly, that he couldn't love 
me properly as his daughter because he was trying to just teach me a lesson. Right. He didn't know? want you to go out in the world and get hurt. And exactly. He felt like the best way was to show you. I okay. can't. I have to show you strength. Yeah. You know, instead of not weakness of being like never let a man well, see you Well, that's kind of the macho and, generation you know? too. For sure. I mean, probably a combination. For sure. Did um. So I always I always um come across people that are upset, crabby, or dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah. And I always um and I always jump to. <laughs> My first instinct is to jump to a conclusion. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, that judgment, uh, like, oh. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, I, I don't it. know what happened to them or what the, what shoes they're in. We all have a story. And, yeah, they all have a story, and so mm-hmm. I, and I think sometimes um, it's easier to say that about someone you don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. to say that about someone that is as close as your father, and say, you know, I, I know you have a story, and I'm gonna, you know, respect it. Well, see, that was the thing. Like, so so much of me was hurt because I was like, I'm your daughter. You just couldn't hug me. And you couldn't just, like, like, you know, I was, I'm not ashamed to admit, you know, I was one of those, like, overachiever type of kids. You know, I felt like I always had to do, like, really good in school and just, like, please them, you know. And it came to a point where I was just like. I like have to break this habit of trying to be this well, perfectionist. Yeah, you're never going to you please know? them. You're not going to get what you can never make them happy Absolutely to satisfy not. you and your Hello. needs, right? Yeah. Right. But you know, it take it took me to to really to be honest break. Yeah. Like um and I talk about it on my blog. I'm not ashamed of it anymore. I was at one point like very like shameful and I felt guilty for like my struggles with mental health and things. Yeah. But I had to again find my way through that darkness and that was a combination of therapy and meds and right. you know like um self care, you know, like I'm a big person on the three strand court. Like you have to really like encompass a couple of things to get back on track. But it's possible. You know, depression isn't something that we have to die with. Right. You know, like, and for me, like, that was a, like, so many things have led to that, like, eye opening realization that you're choosing to continue to be depressed and you can right. help someone very close to you that clearly is just depressed. And that, you know, well, we that got, was my light. We got deep right away. We which did. Is, which is, we, we talked I'm about sorry. this before. And no, and, and no, I, I, no, you have nothing I to be sorry to for. I, no, but I, I love that because I, I think it's real and it's who you are. I mean, it's, and we've all been through struggles and For I, sure. I, um, yes, I, uh, I've dealt with, um, depression and counseling mm-hmm. and gotten through mm-hmm. it. And I, I don't know that I ever, I, it resurfaces for me and I think yeah, it probably yeah, yeah. does for, for most sure. people. And you have to have things to, in place. um, yeah, to, in place. to deal with it. Yeah. For sure. Um, For sure. not, not vodka though. No, that's not the, absolutely that's not, the not. People huh? don't get it twisted. Okay, that right. is not the answer. No. Okay, um, the answer is to find a way to feel good about yourself. For me, for sure, yeah. and it's, it's self care. That's what, like, I know so, it sounds so cliche, but it is self care. People, like, it starts with you. You can't just pop a pill. You can't just go to your therapist and listen to them all day. Right. Like, my therapist is real. Let me just say that my therapist is real. Shout uh, out to her. <laughs> mine, mine was more. Uh, mine, mine passed away. I went back to go oh. to go again after I went through something. I and, um And uh, he would be in there, and I'm. Um, I dealt with my problems by being mm. funny. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I sat in there, and he said something to me one day, and I said um, I made a joke. He goes, 
You want to feel good or you want to be funny? Exactly. Your choice. Which one do you and, want? Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, I yeah. got there and it was it was awesome and um and but I I never really completed the process. I don't feel because I went back and I he had passed yeah. away at a young age, fifty six mm. years old, oh. I think it was. So so uh, hey, enough about me. So no no it, no. But here here's the thing. If I because now you no, gonna you, make me you, put you, my hat on. Okay? You can just take over the podcast. Go. Make me put my hat on. You know, it's a process. I don't ever think that the journey is over. Like, by no means am I putting it out there like I'm healed or like I have been touched and now I'm good. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. the thing is, is that you have to keep in mind that bad days are going to happen. But again, it goes back to having those systems in place because, unfortunately, you ha- we have to shed that. You know, that shame of being like, I can do this by myself because I'm superwoman. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not fucking super. Sorry. No, I, you can swear okay. all you want. You know, I'm not fucking superwoman. Like, this whole this whole imaginary thing that they like to give, especially black women. Let me just say this. They like to give us this, like, I'm every, you know? <laughs> and I am. Don't get me wrong. But I can break, too. Right. I'm just, I'm a human. And I'm I'm a woman. I'm a sensitive woman. Well, there's there's something about um, that I find, and, and I just did a podcast before you got here. Mm. And I said at the end of the podcast, I said, I should just do a podcast about anxiety. Because I've oh, never realized how much anxiety <laughs> women have until mm-hmm. I started interviewing them. And there's something going on. It and is. I don't know what it is. Trust. I don't know if men... Um, because I, anxiety is a different kind of mental problem. For because for me, sure. I was I was depressed. I felt, you know, didn't have self-worth and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But anxiety is a totally different beast. Yeah, because, because it feels like a... It, it feels like, like the feel world's... Like you can't breathe. Like, feels like the world's going to end. My seriously? wife, if we, I go by a semi when I'm driving, yeah, she's freaking yeah, yeah. out. I get it. And, and get uh, it. so... <laughs> Yeah, so that is a that is, so how do you deal with anxiety today? I mean, have you Deep solved breath. that? I'm going <laughs> to shout out um Gabby. Okay, she does um it's called uh like trap yoga. And trap yoga? Yeah. Okay. Her name so if you're looking for her on Instagram, her name is Yo Gabriella yep. and she's a dope chick out of Minneapolis. Yep. Um she teaches yoga and I started following her and really paying attention and noticing the transformations that she was, you know, taking and not just for like, you know, outer appearance, but it just, I mean, she seemed like she's just in good spirits and I'm like, I need some of that. Right. So, you know, and then I have a really, one of my best friends, she know, she is a yoga teacher. And so I'm like, Hey, these people may be onto something here. So I started doing yoga, you know, YouTube videos and then just started like meditating and, you know, like not getting because I come from a very like Christian background. So I don't want to get it twisted either. You know, I know my foundation. Um, But, you know, there there's something to this here, you know, of that whole like clearing the mind and really getting to the core of what's going on in there. And that takes silence. That takes stillness. That takes patience. That takes determination to say i'm not gonna let my illness define who the fuck i am i define that you know nobody else can define that so is yoga helping you yoga did the deal really Okay. like is first of all it's good for your body and then like it's just good it's good for your body it's good for your mind it's good for your soul it just makes you feel good if you really want to get to some clarity Go and check out Yo Gabriella every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I find that um, sometimes when I clear my mind, though, um, 
then I let bad thoughts in. Oh, no, but you can't <laughs> but be afraid. Yoga, yeah. But because that's fear talking to you saying, don't change. We don't want you to. Really? That's all it is. So when you, so in, I read on your, um, either your website or your Instagram, mm-hmm. don't just look good, feel, feel good too. Good. So yeah. is that where that kind of came from? Are, For sure. Are you kind of taking your, your life process that you've gone through and finding a way to share it with others? Is that kind of, yeah, cause cause that's I, the goal. I, I looked at your, um, when I was reading about you and stuff, I was trying to figure out, well, what the hell is our business here? It's feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, here's my business, people, okay? First and foremost, I am a person who just wants to heal community, okay? Because the world has too much hate in it, has too much ego, and we got to start right. to shed some of that so that we can get to the root of, like, like I always... With, with people, especially like clients, you know, like I don't like people who come and they say, well, I want to look like you. You always look so fancy. And I'm like, well, see, here's the deal. And not to like no tea, no shade, but we want I want to know you, girl. We don't need another one of me. We got one. Right. We need another well, one that, of you. We need one of you. Well, you you got a great approach on that. We do, I, though. The yeah. world has enough of whoever's. You right. know what I mean? Right. But, well, yeah, because especially in the fashion and style industry it's a cookie cutter i want to look just like her well that you're not driven you know and people can get lost in identity but if we can find out like who's really in there what she's all about then we can put a look to it that's like the end result right you know what i mean that's like the cherry bring me bring me through the process when someone comes to you so first like i said i need to get to know you so i do a consultation like let's sit down and I don't want to say like I'm your girlfriend because I don't want you, like don't tell me your deepest darkest secrets. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like keep them to yourself. Right. But at the same time, like I want this to feel like it's a safe space. You know, it's personal shopping, but it's nothing to do with ego at all. Like I'm a very it's personal shopping, right? right. I just want to help you find out what your look is. So that comes with some girl. We gonna talk. We gonna get real with each other so tell me about yourself and i do want to know what causes you fear what hurt you who hurt you so you don't just ask you don't just get into what do you want who do you want to look like no no no. what is this for where are we doing this are you do you just want to go to a party because i could do that too you know what i mean if you just want to go to a party and you want to look for the night certainly that's a fee right but if you want to go deep now we're talking about we're going to have class and those are sessions, and that's a process. That's about a 12-week process, really? which is what I feel like is a good starter for clients, yeah. you know, because we go through a process of coaching. So why did you come here? Who are you? What does she want out of life? Where is she going? And then the final step is, what does she look like? What right. does she look like to you? Because, again, there are a lot of me's out there, and I feel comfortable because it's me. I like leather like right. my red lipstick, yep. you know, but you so, might like pink. But you, <laughs> it seems like you take and apply counseling and a healing process to style. Absolutely. And that's, that's what, exactly that's what, what, what I'm do. hearing. That's, that's what you do? That's exactly what I strive to do. Yeah. Because that can be mixed messages as well. Some people can say, oh my gosh, she's just, she's vain or like, oh, and it's, it's more so, hey, again, you should not just look good. You should feel good because it's a lot of beautiful, ugly people out there. And I've oh, yeah. come across 
a multitude of them <laughs> in the fashion industry. It is what it is because there are a lot of vain people, you know, that are just, I mean, you see, and no tea, no shade again, girls, do not come for me, but you will see, you know, fake hair, fake eyelashes, fake nails. They want their booties done. They want their titties done. They want, you know, it's just, and it's all for this. I'm trying to, I feel like sometimes that's like, what are you covering up, really? Right. So when you talk about what you're, what are you covering up, and you talk about fake boobs, mm-hmm. fake hair. So it, is when you shave your head, is that kind of you saying, there ain't nothing here I'm, I, I got to hide? I mean, or, some of it, but to, truth be told, I got two girls with African-American hair now. Yeah. Again, you know, um, I keep them very natural, and that's a process. <laughs> so yeah. I don't have time to do my hair as well (laughs) something has to be sacrificed (laughs) and i just so happen to you know i'm gonna be honest you look good thank you yeah but that came by accident like really in college i had just lost my brother who passed away i'm sorry it's okay because that you know lessons let's just say that lessons but um you know and i was graduating and i was going on to a new phase in life so i decided to shave my head right before graduation it was a new phase and I had read that little quote about, you know, a girl who's about to cut her hair. You know, a girl who cuts her hair, she's about to she's about to change something. And I was right. feeling like, yeah, I'm about to change. And then it was just like, it's cute. I found out that I actually don't have a eel-shaped head. <laughs> yeah. No, you have a nice <laughs> shaped head. And it's I I I had a uh, I had a shaved head when uh, when I was in the army when I was younger. Yeah. But I've always dealt with issues with hair and I don't like uh, hair. I, I know. I, well, oh. obviously, I get it. Let it go. I because just I'm, cannot. And I keep. I would keep cutting mine off <laughs> and growing it back. And finally, and and I swear, hair correlates with your um, inner feeling good. Because for me, I, mean, I was comfortable. For some people. That's why with, I said no yeah. tea, no shade. Because you know what? When I did have hair, there was nothing like beauty shop day. Like it was like, right. girl, I'm about to go get whipped. This hair is about to be laid. <laughs> I'm about to go get my eyelashes. Because I still do those things. Right. That's the point. You know, like I still, I'll go get my eyelashes done. I'll go get my nails done. Like those are my treats to myself. But they don't define me. Like if I strip all of this shit off, I'm comfortable with myself. Because... Right. If I get in an accident tomorrow and God decides to put a, a cross on my face, I'll be able to still say, you know what? I still see something in there. Maybe I don't look in the mirror and see it today, but right. he's working on me and right. I'm going to see it eventually. Because, again, I got girls. I right. have daughters. And that's important to me. So you're very spiritual. Yeah. My yeah. dad, my mom. Like, Everybody in my like, I come from a Baptist home. Oh, yeah. Like, baptize you in the water. Okay, okay. <laughs> deep South type of baptism. Okay, both my mom and my dad are from the South originally. My grandfather and you know my grandfather they migrated. You know during the industrial movement from yeah. Alabama, Troy, and Mobile up to Indiana, and that's where they've lived my Indiana's parents where you grew up yeah my parents are still together still married and they live in indiana what's it like growing up in indiana it was it was good like i'm not gonna shave where, where, my whereabouts in indiana anderson it's right outside of indianapolis it's like a small okay. little suburb but i can tell you this there are some stars that have come out of anderson indiana i i can count probably 12 on my hand right now that 
once their full potential comes into play, like it is going to be like, I feel like we're going to put Anderson on the map. And that's really? just me talking. Really? But, but like I've had like, um, for instance, you know, um, just not to like shout out my friends like this, but you know, like I have a good friend that's a basketball coach, you know, and he's shining right now. Yeah. One of, you know, a girl I grew up with, she's a singer. Her name is Myla and her voice is beautiful. She has really helped me unbeknownst to her, you know, um, it's just so many people that I can think of. It's a act like some actors I've been seeing them on TV, really? and I'm like, oh my god! So is Anderson a small town? Or? It's very small. That's okay. the crazy thing. Like yeah. everybody is related, probably. Oh, <laughs> they don't know. You know, like I know, I know. Just growing up, you know, there were so many people that I came across, and it was like my dad would always be like, "You know, that's your cousin. <laughs> you know, that's your cousin." And I'd be like, "Okay, dad." So I. Basically he stayed just, away. He might have just said that stopped you from dating. But it Anderson. didn't. I just stayed away from dating outside of Anderson. Like I was wow. like, I'm not dating anyone in Anderson or Marion or Muncie because I just didn't know. It's just <laughs> funny that you came from a town, Anderson, and um, Anderson's such a uh, such have a you Norwegian heard name. No, it's just oh, that okay. there's so many Andersons in the state. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's you know, this is no, the I've thing, never heard though. Anderson. Anderson. Um, I love Indianapolis. Okay, so by I way. want you to Google it because this is like not even trying to like, but it's very known. You know, Indiana is huge for basketball. Let yep. me say that. Oh yeah, Hoosier basketball is real. Okay, it's like you have to compare it if you're from like with Auburn and Alabama, that type of rivalry where it's like it is all out war. You know, <laughs> right? So basketball is huge in Anderson, like the Wigwam and Anderson High School. Like, it was huge. Like, I want you to Google it because, like, Mr. Basketball and all of that, like, Indiana is, like, on the, like, Anderson, Indiana is on the map on the for map. basketball. All right, like, I will. It was big. I it will. It was big. Like, so, the Wigwam used to sway in my day. I'm just saying. So before we started the interview, <laughs> you told me you were going to take some lessons on public speaking. I am. So, well... Why do you need lessons? You're public because speaking right now. Because this is on podcast, and you can't do in front of. No, when when I get what in front I, of. Chumplet? Okay, so here's it. I went to school for communications, but like you know, that was like in college where you had to get in a room and you know you, they made you go in front of the class, and right? Talk. I just don't. I don't do that in a big crowd. I can do that with my clients in a small setting, like. But if you put me in a room more than about fifteen people, I'm like <gasps> anxiety really? sets in. Uh, yeah, then I'm gonna have to pop a pill. I think. I think once you. I think once you do it a couple times, uh, you'll get. That's why it. I got a coach. Yeah. See, I got one. Yeah, I got one. Well, I like. You know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna argue that you don't like public speaking because obviously you don't. Mm-mm. But I love the fact that when you identify a problem, you find a solution to it, and you go fix it. It's and, a process, and it's not, though. It's it's not, not that hasn't always like, been my thing. It's not fixing it like you're broken, but well, it seems like right now you're at a point in your life where you want to do things that make you a better person. Oh, yeah. I've stepped and, into spring. Yeah. I've stepped into spring. I had to let a lot of stuff go, and like not to even like get in. Like I know we like this, but you know, <laughs> like, um, I'm stepping into a new phase in my life and I had to let a lot of things go like people relationships you know good bad toxic that were just no longer serving my higher purpose and that became clearer to me as of recently that you know life is I lost a friend let me say that I lost a good friend and it hurt my heart that I couldn't celebrate this friend's life as openly as I wanted to 
sure. because I loved this person. I wasn't in love, but I loved this person. And I was like, life is way too short to suppress true emotions. Right. And I had to step into the to my faith to say, you know what? I'll just have to trust in my own ability that I'll be okay. And so... I took that step and I'm feeling good. good. I know that God is good. I know there is a God. I don't know which God you choose, but choose <laughs> one. Just how, saying. <laughs> so how long, how long have you been in, the, in this um, in this place where you feel good? Is I've it, been here for like the last three months. That's oh, how I know that, it's, it's like a, it's been that fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I took a so not to not the pub or anything, but I, I, felt I, like I took it was a, years, but no, no. Oh, really? oh, I'm a I've been a broken person. Oh, I'm, very okay. broken, and I can I can be honest with myself to say that now that I let things uh, burden me, they weren't mine to carry. They weren't sure. mine to carry anymore. Yeah, and I had to realize that because again, like I'm a, I have somebody. I have two people. I have twin girls. Yeah, you got, and they're looking yeah. at me. You know. Um, and so I, if I can't be strong for myself, I at least need to try to be strong for them. But when I started being strong for myself, I was like, oh, I could be strong for right. them. I could be strong for myself. I can really just step out there on faith and say that I'll be all right. So is your is your <laughs> business part of your healing process? Absolutely. Yeah, I had to like, like I took a a huge pay cut. When I decided to get out of corporate America and step into, uh, you know, world? where I felt like I was being pulled to, like, um, talk to these women that, unbeknownst to me, when I first got into it, were just like me. I, I started meeting these women that they were homeless. They had kids. They were broken. You know, life had just beat them down. And here they are, like, right. now having all these mental illnesses. And they're like the world doesn't love me and I'm like oh my gosh yes it does I know it may seem like it doesn't but you have to block the world out because you like I know it's hard but you got kids and these little people are watching all of this and right. we can't like disappoint them like yeah. cry in the bathroom <laughs> cry. I'm not saying don't cry right. you know what I'm saying but what I'm telling you is that you gotta go just like Pull it together for like 10 more seconds and go cry in the bathroom. You know what I mean? And then let that shit out. And I mean, let it all out and leave it right where you fucking left it. Get up, pull yourself together like a woman and go and face your kids. And when they go to bed, if you feel like breaking down again, do that shit. Right. So is, I mean, you're obviously speaking from personal experience, but how did you... If it's only been three months, you seem so entrenched and in your belief on that you're a good person and that you are. I'm not, the, a, I'm not a saint. No, but no, but <laughs> you, all. but you believe in. You're coming across as you believe in your strength right now, and you believe you're strong and you're worth it for sure. And um, and how does that happen in in three months and do you well it hasn't been three months that it all took place like this has been my life for the last three years like i've been working in this field for three years and i had to like really shed a lot of myself like i first like i'm not even gonna lie i came in the field at first being like oh i can't stand these women all they do is complain all day i want them to get their life together you know what i mean like i had a client that worked my nerves all she did was complain and i was like 
oh my God. But then I had to start, like, I really had to take my ego out of it and be like, I need to listen to this woman. And when I started listening, like really listening to her, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just like her. And then I felt like, and then I started to feel guilty. So did you start seeing (laughs) yourself in these women? Absolutely. Like there's no, like there was, there was that point where I was like, you know, how could you be in this situation almost, you know? And like, who the fuck am I to judge this right. lady? She don't have nowhere to live. And then I started hearing stories like, I've been married to this man for 15, 20 years, and he's taking care of me. And then he, you know, blah, 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 blah. And here I am now. I'm homeless, and I, and I don't know what to do with my kids. And, yeah, I'm complaining because I feel like life has fucked me over. Right. And I'm like... Not necessarily in the same sense because I didn't have a man that did that, but I can see where she's coming from in the sense that life has beaten me down so much that I'm like, fuck life. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. my depression was like at an all time high when I took this job. And little by little, I started decreasing that ego and being like, you're just like this girl. You're just like her. Right. You're just like this woman. You see your kids and her kids. You, Your kids are her kids. And they need love. And you need love. And you need to believe that you can get better because you're telling these women that they can get better. But you don't believe it yourself. Right. Because you were just and talking bullshit until you finally I'm, figured it I'm out. I'm sitting here with my mask <laughs> on like. Right. All high and mighty. And I had to come down. And when I say I crashed, like I was like. <laughs> crash burn burn okay right i had to like i really feel like god was like you're gonna stop and you're gonna stop right now or i'm going to stop you you better start paying attention or i'm gonna stop you because at the end of the day i am alpha and omega and i will stop you and he did i had a breakdown at work like couldn't breathe popped a pill and that shit wasn't working and i was like i'm dying i'm dying god is taking me right now and i was like but there was an overwhelming calmness and i kid you not i worked at a home really i promise you i worked when it happened i worked at this company called homeward bound homeward bound is a home for for individuals who are disabled mentally physically they some of them can't talk and I was a manager I managed two homes at this place now I wasn't making no money and I mean none and I was in there completely as a humble servant to these individuals because a lot of them don't have families that come visit them a lot of them Christmas came and I was just like they're not gonna get any presents this is beyond sad to think of another human being that is federally funded won't even get a present their family don't have time to come and give them a present and i was at that job and one of the one of the people that i served at this job came up and he could he could talk in his own way but not you know like full out sentences and he he gave me a hug and he said i'm so happy and i was like so happy too (laughs) and i just said you know what it doesn't mean that i don't love these individuals or that i don't care but i've got to take care of me too while i'm trying to take care of these individuals and i love them but i gotta take care of me because when i leave here i'm not able to take care of my kids and myself and my husband and that's where i draw the line like 
So you, so I you had, had a break. realization that hey, I I gotta take care of myself. And get yeah, in a but I can take care of myself and take care of others. I don't have right. to be a martyr. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I, I hear you. I'm not saying you're like martyr, you don't have to be a martyr. No, but you, but if you don't take care of yourself, you're How not gonna take care of anyone else. Can you take care of, take care else. of anybody else? Right it, do, it won't yeah. work. I've tried. I've failed miserably. Yep. But I'm trying to correct my wrongs, and that's not to say that I'm not going to fail again because I'm human. But I'm trying to pick up the pieces, and I think I'm on the right track here. Well, I think you are, too. <laughs> well, I, I think you're and, – and I think you're a beautiful person. And, Thank you. And I um, – well, I think you're a beautiful woman, but I think you're a beautiful person on the inside. I love where, I love where you're coming from, and um, I think – so many people have had struggles and aren't willing to talk about it or they just want to. Um, sure. And that's, you know what, that's kind of the ironic thing about what you're doing is because a lot of people put on um, fake Faces. tits, fake hair Faces. to cover Smash. up what's on the inside. Sure. Yeah, they Smash. never, they're, they're trying to find that happiness in the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No no amount of makeup, no amount of like designers. I don't get and then, and then not even about the designer. No clothing, no makeup, no man, no job, no material, you know, the cars and all of that. Like I'm not right. balling, don't get it twisted. But the things that I've been able to accumulate in my life don't feed my soul because no. that's what I have to go to sleep with at night. You got to go to sleep with yourself at right. night, you know? Typically, those things are what's stopping you from being happy more Absolutely. than making you happy, for sure. Absolutely. Is there, is, there a, um, is there a piece of advice you would like to give to a woman about business or life in general as a wrap-up? For sure. Something? I think that the best advice that was given to me, and it came from my cousin, that your your purpose will pull you. There is no denying that. It might not make you a lot of money. It might not give you the shine you want. Because what are we really? What's your purpose? Right. But listen to it. Because it's going to pull you. And it's going to be what is going to be a a well-balanced machine of work, life, and soul. Like, it's going to pull you. And you'll know. I agree. But you got to listen. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it may take hard work to get there. What? I mean, it, it is, again, Sometimes we figure out our purpose, and we're like, uh, okay, I got a long road to get to being able to do what I'm purpose. You know? My purpose because is, who, so. you don't even know. It's not even like, like, I'm like a turtle right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to get there super fast, but I know my strength, and I know I know my pace. I know my pace. Right. Well, I could dig into the fact that you just called yourself a turtle, <laughs> and it has a shell, and you're Turtles are beautiful. Feel, trying to feel protected. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. Hey, I love the interview. I, I think you're. Um, Thank you, Steve. This has been yeah good. A, lot of, a lot of quality stuff out of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. This lemon you, drop was bomb. You good? I'm good. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks to Nashia for the great conversation. Check her out at simplysheisstyle.com. Be sure to click on all her social media links. Big thanks to Psycho Susie's in Northeast Minneapolis for the great food and drinks. Huge thanks to you for listening. If you want to help this podcast out, please give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to tell your friends if you like the show. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself. Talk to you next time.